We're the Denver Broncos cheerleaders, and you're listening to Sports Crunch with DCROM. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever or whenever you catch kittens on. This is Sports Crunch with DCROM. I'm your host, David Cromwell. I am very excited to announce that this summer we are doing something very, very special on this podcast. In case you haven't heard yet, we are going beyond the chaps with the 2022 Denver Broncos cheerleaders. Three women, and likely more from this season's 26-member squad, will be joining us in the weeks ahead for special interviews that I hope will show all of you who these women really are and what makes them so exceptional. As those of you who have listened to this program know, some of the Denver Broncos cheerleaders are the voices behind the intro you hear at the start of each episode. Also, those of you who follow me on social media and check my accounts regularly probably recall me giving them countless shout outs, including promoting their annual Cheer for the Troops campaign. I believe many of you are still wondering why I support them like I do. And that's why I want to use this opportunity to share my story on just how much the women that have donned the iconic chaps over the years have meant to me. Our story begins as I was concluding college where I was majoring in music performance. At that time, it was becoming apparent to me that a full-time career in music just wasn't going to happen. But I also thought that failing in music would brand me a colossal failure for the rest of my life. So I tried so, 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 so hard to deny the looming reality. And because of that, I started to really hate myself. I constantly, constantly, heard a voice in my head saying that I sucked and all of my close friends at music school would go on to have lucrative careers in music. And that voice just grew darker and darker by the day, telling me to say and do some of the worst things imaginable. The potential for a path leading to criminal behavior or even suicide was very, very real. Just a few months before graduation, I had the ultimate health scare as I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After I finished treatment, the voice in my head just slightly improved, nowhere near what the experience of dealing with a potentially life-threatening illness should have done. I was still in a relatively dark place and about to undergo the painful, difficult transition of moving out of my folks' house and learning to live on my own. But rediscovering my love for the game of football would begin the process of getting my life back toward the light. The first year of living on my own, Peyton Manning began his remarkable career comeback with the Denver Broncos, the team that brought me more childhood joy than any team, not named the Chicago Bulls. Thus, my Broncos fandom came back with a vengeance. Also that year, I began to revisit my childhood dream of sports reporting and took a non-paying gig writing fantasy football articles. And shortly thereafter, I also found out that one of my favorite reporters on the NFL beat, Michelle Beisner, who was at NFL Network at the time and currently uh, with ESPN's Monday Night Football, and she is one of the best, and I mean the best, at doing human interest stories, began her career in the sports world as a Denver Broncos cheerleader. It's almost as if the stars had aligned. Broncos, sports reporting, Michelle Beisner, Denver Broncos cheerleaders. Then... I started to creatively interact with Michelle and the 2012 DBC team on Twitter just to give compliments and say, go Broncos. And to my pleasant surprise, they often responded in uplifting ways. 
And little did I know the friendship that would guide me out of the darkness was being born. Those interactions and responses on Twitter led to the DBC lead captain calling me at almost the moment I landed in Denver one year later to ask me to come to the stadium before the game to take a picture with the entire team. But that only turned out to be the tip of the iceberg. It turned out that a member of the 2013 team, Liz, grew up in Glenview, Illinois, which is just one town over from where I grew up. After the season, I met up with her for coffee a few blocks from my current home. And at that meetup, she told me that the squad viewed me as more of a friend as opposed to a fan. After hearing that, I just wanted to cry tears of joy. As someone on the autism spectrum, being told that meant the world. Some experts doubted a person like me could even create a basic friendship with a group of women, let alone a single woman. As a result, I quickly developed confidence that I could do anything. And with that confidence, I shortly thereafter began this podcast. I was, and still am, able to keep pushing ahead with this endeavor in no small part thanks to the support and encouragement of Denver Broncos cheerleaders past and present, including special friend of the pod and current lead sports anchor for CBS Denver, Romy Bean. As of today, this podcast has led me to four senior bowls and interviews with countless notable people in the NFL world, such as color analyst for the NFL on CBS, Charles Davis, former Chicago Bears director of college scouting, Greg Gabriel, NFL player agent, Ken Sarnoff, and just this year, Chicago Bears Pro Bowl offensive lineman, Cody Whitehair. But I didn't realize just how much the Denver Broncos cheerleaders helped me build my confidence until a little over a year ago. One night last May, I was rather down and wondered whether I should even do the podcast episode I had planned on doing. Then all of a sudden, I heard a voice in my head, but it wasn't the voice that told me in college that I sucked and everyone else didn't. It was the voice of current six-year DBC veteran and second-year team captain Chelsea saying, you've got this, D-Crime, let's go. And I then immediately got to work and proceeded to finish the episode. That. That was when I officially realized that I probably wouldn't be where I am today without the inspiring, strong, selfless, fierce, compassionate, and empowering women that are the Denver Broncos cheerleaders. Had our paths not crossed, I probably still would have been in that very dark place or not here at all. Bottom line, these incredible women have been nothing short of godsends and lifesavers for me. They have helped me find my true self and inspire me daily to help me be the best possible version of that self. I have truly never felt happier to be living this life. And that's why I would like you to meet the Denver Broncos cheerleaders that I know. They are far, far more than talented trained dancers who perform on NFL sidelines. They are our teachers, nurses, businesswomen and entrepreneurs, real estate agents, lawyers, grad students, you name it. Too many people like to stereotype these women and other NFL cheerleaders as just uh, showboats and uh, stupid. And I wanted to fill a void here by trying to send a message to those people that these women are just like us. And not only are they just like us, they are some of the most compassionate kind-hearted women you will ever meet in your life. Just spend three minutes with them. They will 
make you feel uplifted for a lifetime. And I am not kidding. They can show us how to rediscover our common humanity that we are ignoring far too often these days. So without further ado, I present to you the Beyond the Chap series, interviews with the 2022 Denver Broncos cheerleaders. It's going to be a great series, and the first episode is expected to drop later this week. So stay tuned, and in the meantime, uh, choose love, choose kindness, choose compassion, choose selflessness, choose all the things that make the Denver Broncos cheerleaders what they are. I'm David Cromelow, and until next time, stay awesome. Stay awesome.